Welcome everyone to the Side Flick Show. My name is Lewis and I'm joined by my co-host Ari. Hey. hey you know, guys. I put on the prompt, say something funny, and you never ever do it. <laughs> I'm like, I, it literally says, say something cool, I, funny, I still please. Can't figure out my You're still trying to figure it out. You should just say something in relation to the movie. Like, you should have been like, boom, oh, oh. boom, <laughs> boom, boom. All right, so we're here, episode three. Mm-hmm. Today we are talking about the movie of all movies, Oppenheimer. 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 <laughs> um, oh, okay. One more <laughs> for the team. <laughs> all right, before we get started, this episode is uh being made during the 2023 writers and actors strike mm-hmm. we are in full support of our writers and actors because they're the reason why they made this thing in the first place yeah. you know we wouldn't be here talking about oppenheimer barbie and all these other movies if it wasn't for them exactly we are in full support of everything that they're doing without the labor of these writers and actors that are on strike everything about the show just not see to exist all these movies that we talk about that we love and and enjoy wouldn't be here without them exactly. so right now i know ari has is working on a score right now. is working on some music right now yes. of course she's working on some music right now for like our short film well also for the music video oh yeah yeah I we want to play ide- around yeah, with that yeah yeah we want to we're, we're trying to do whatever we can like i'm like dude we gotta do this we gotta do that today yep open Pre-Oppenheimer. Pre-Oppenheimer, yes. So, Oppenheimer had a lot of information going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to just gonna go through it real quick. Yeah. Oppenheimer, just for a little description, is been, it was written and directed by the boy, Christopher Nolan. The description on Letterboxd is, The world forever changes. It's the story of J. Robert Oppenheimer's role in the development of the atomic bomb during World War II, starring... The beautiful blue-eyed Killian Murphy. Mm. Beautiful man right there. Killian <laughs> <laughs> um, Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., etc., etc., etc. This is a very eclectic cast. This is a very stacked cast. Yeah. Um, and then also the technical aspect behind Oppenheimer. It was filmed in IMAX. Not just IMAX cameras. It was shot on film. Yes. Film IMAX cameras. 70 millimeter. And in case if you guys are unaware of it, I'm just going to go through it really, really quickly because mm-hmm. I had a lot of people ask me personally. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of just asking me, just watch this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> watch episode three Oppenheimer right there. World Minute Forever Changes. <laughs> um, basically, when you're shooting a film, just regular, there's 35 millimeter. It has a certain uh, has a certain size aspect ratio to it. 70 millimeter is bigger. But IMAX... 70 millimeter it's a real it's probably the best quality but also shot on film so you're getting the biggest you're getting the most biggest formatting you've ever received we Ari and I were able to happily watch it mm-hmm. in IMAX 70 millimeter uh, I think it's like 15 perf I know there's like a there's a reason on why that's called but just to let you guys know we got the real deal yeah we drove really really far <laughs> to, to do it but it was well, worth it. It was worth it. Well, uh, it's a game changer. It's honestly a game changer. It's the film strip is eleven miles long. There's only a le- like only a handful of theaters that have the actual film reel, Whoa. and there was a story that one of the film reels got burned out in a theater because they were playing it so many times, just because like oh. they were just playing it and it sizzled out. 
And yeah, really, really unfortunate. But it's a game changer for the technological aspect because although you can watch it regular mm-hmm. and also just your regular IMAX, uh, there's another option where you can see even bigger where you know the screen where the quality is picture perfect mm-hmm. and also where you're able to view it from you know in black and white and also in and it wasn't just in 75 millimeter IMAX it was also in 60 I believe and 35 millimeter film so it's not the entire movie right. it's just certain parts of the movie um, so before Oppenheimer changed the world our world mm-hmm. what was your what was your background behind this movie before getting into it? What was your... Um, okay, so... Pre-Oppenheimer. Um, yeah, pre-Oppenheimer. Um, I didn't really... Because this is a historic event, so... I didn't know much about the actual person, the father of the atomic bomb, right? But I obviously knew of, like, the events of Pearl Harbor, the, uh, the nuke that went into the Hiroshima or Nagasaki uh, in Japan, like, the, the cities that got... Uh, nuked i do i did know about that and i'm a historic like geek type of thing like i like knowing about that like nazis i had a class about that like all that so to me as a person that likes history and all that world history um i was really interested wanted to even learn more and as a person that loves movies now even more i wanted to see like cinematography like the cast how it was intended which we you know happily did in the 70 millimeter and i was just excited overall i was consumed <laughs> yeah, i know you were movie. i was you couldn't sleep <laughs> yes 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 so uh, as i stated in the barbie episode i but it was more for oppenheimer just because i couldn't believe that we were watching it like how exactly how Christopher Nolan intended like mm-hmm. we're going to be driving we're going to go to IMAX yeah. 70 millimeter it's going to be like actual film this is the first time like I've seen a movie on film obviously that's going to change after this because whoa but when the first trailer what movie was it that the first trailer came out because it was an IMAX movie hold on I'm going to yes. pull it up real quick because I remember seeing the trailer like there were stories about it. Oh, Christopher Nolan's new movie. I'm I'm a huge fan of Christopher Nolan. Um, but I think it was for, I think, Avatar, I think. I think it was for Avatar or Creed. I think mm-hmm. it was for Avatar or Creed 3 in IMAX that they showed the first trailer with the time going down. Oh, yes, yes, and, yes. Because I knew... I. I'm very into the, you know, discussing, you know, what's new in film. You know, oh, this movie's getting developed. And it's going to start this person, this person. So I knew, like, Christopher Nolan's doing a movie about op- about the making of the atomic bomb, about Oppenheimer. And I've seen, like, the video of him, you know, saying I'm the destroyer of worlds, you know, whatever. I've seen mm-hmm. that video. and But then as more details get kept creeping you know oh it's gonna start killing murphy um, you know matt damon's you know robert Downey jr emily blunt you know florence Pugh. these certain people are looking to come uh starting the movie mm-hmm. i was like oh, oh okay all right and i'm a huge yeah like i said i'm a huge fan of christopher nolan and i know his uh his cinematographer uh hoyt van hoytema mm-hmm. i know he he worked on jordan peele's nope so i already knew and he worked prior with christopher nolan so I was like, I feel, I know he's going to come back. 
for Oppenheimer. So I was like, ooh, I'm, I love his cinematography. I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. And then also, once I found out Ludwig mm-hmm. is going to compose it, I was like, whoa, he did Tenet. I'm a huge fan of Tenet, like how that was. And yeah, it was just... It was more, stacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was super stacked. And then once like the first, like, first official trailer came out, it, it had to have been for Creed or Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. It was one of those movies like mm-hmm. around that time that I saw it and you just got hooked. Yeah, it was like <clears throat> it wasn't too much, which was perfect. And then yeah, obviously with you know Barbenheimer and you know the hype around it, and then finding out about you know IMAX and shooting in film, mm-hmm. uh, and then seeing all the interviews of Christopher Nolan, I was dare I say dare I say I was happy that I wasn't able to look at any other trailer unless yeah. it was forced now we're gonna talk about the actual movie mm-hmm. so as we said it is the story of oppenheimer yep the father of the atomic yeah bomb. the father of the atomic bomb and the scientists surrounding it the family surrounding it but also it deals with the the aspect behind it of should we like we can but should we it's you know surrounding that whole thing oh how'd you feel about the movie um honestly like i'm like literally stating this again i'm a fan of historic events that like when they make it as a movie (laughs) (laughs) i just like it i love it always so um it just being so composed with like it was so stacked as in like cast uh the makers the managers like the management the director like everything was stacked that it was just so beautifully put and like just me sitting there and taking every scene for three hours i didn't even care that it was that long almost three hours i didn't feel it me either i did not feel it and it was late at night and we were <laughs> oh, still we were like exactly we got out at one thirty. yeah yeah one thirty. so it being so late i was still like so hyped and mm-hmm. watching it i was just amazed and the vf VFX was just amazing, amazing. Yeah, I know for when they were making the atomic bomb, I know it was like, it was like a microscopic view of like, you know, flames and stuff like that and seeing it, whoa. Yeah, it's creative to make it like very, very, you know, bold not to have any CG, Mm -hmm. like any CGI, but, you know, with VFX, you know, like obviously there's things that are just unavoidable where it's like, you know, we got to work on this and that. And, but, whoa. Yeah. Really, really well done. And I will say, I felt afterwards, like, how did I feel about it? Afterwards, I was just like... Speechless. I was like, brilliant. I was like, this is brilliant. Like, it felt like I wasn't supposed to watch it Mm -hmm. because it was just too, like, amazing. Like, I was like, whoa. I Wow. Like, I will never be able to experience this for the first time in this nature yeah because, you know it was a long drive it was a long day it was just like it was just a grueling it was a very intense day so yep. not being able to experience that was kind of you know like like sad but whew, it was a lot to being intake. able to say like i watched oppenheimer and imax 70 millimeter like it just it felt felt good and i told you this uh off cam off uh when we weren't recording but i could i didn't watch anything for like the next three four days oh yes like yes. i didn't i didn't watch anything because i was like 
like I was sunken with it. Like afterwards, I fell into just a just a hole that mm-hmm. I just locked myself in, and I was just contemplating life and things. And I was like, Oppenheimer did this to me. <laughs> uh, Christopher Nolan, you're going to be getting a letter soon. Yeah. Explaining. Uh, you're going to have to pay for my therapist when I get one. No, I'm kidding. Um, Dude, literally, I was at the beach right after that. Yes. <laughs> Dude, it took me. I was at the beach, and midday of the beach, I was like, yeah, now I got to write about it. Because I was like, it took me like a couple of days to sink in. Wow. Like, oh, it was good. Yeah, let's get into the cast. The so, cast. I'm like excited. <laughs> uh, really big cast. Is there any that you were like, was there any that just took you out of the movie that saying you are the best role, you're the best part, like the best part of the movie mm-hmm. acting wise? Well, obviously that goes to Murphy. Like, obviously, Kelly Murphy, yeah. Murphy, he like, uh, Obviously, he's the main character, but he's a fantastic. But he's actor. fantastic, and I love how Christopher Nolan like that's his like actor for yes, every movie. Yes, like he, I love that. He told him he was like, "You're next." He yeah, was like, he was like, trust me, I got you. I love that. I love that. But also, Josh Hartnett, if I butchered that, my bad. But he was in Pearl Harbor, and funny enough, now he's in the movie where they made the atomic bomb when Pearl Harbor like Whoa, released he was it. In Pearl Harbor. Yeah, like he's the one that yeah, he's the main a character. Really great role. Yeah, so I was just like, damn, like coincidentally you're still in the same, you know, era. Mm-hmm. But that just caught my eye, like the actors, every character that was there. Um, Roderick. Oh my god, Jess. <laughs> Roderick rules, man. Roderick rules. Josh, oh my god. Yes, Killy Murphy. Dare I say nomination for best actor yes but i actually enjoyed the space that matt damon mm. gave matt damon like i know where everyone's gonna say robert downey jr best supporting actor which yes emily blunt yeah of course for sure yes surprising rami malik the uh-huh his like Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Whoa, amazing!" He gave this intense way. But I will say, Matt, there was just something like, just Matt Damon's performance just felt so warm in this movie. Like I was like, "Okay, like I know you," like because you know, but you know, his role in the movie was just I I don't know why, but I loved, I just adored him in this movie. I mean, I'm surprised Casey Affleck was there, like Ben Affleck's brother. He played a. He played a D-bag. I was like, whoa. Yep. I hate you. <laughs> uh, Alden. Alden, uh, the guy who played next yes, to yes, Robert Downey yes, Jr. Yes, he, yes. he played Han Solo. Yes. Whoa. Like, he went. I didn't he, even realize that was him. He was trying to go bar. He was trying to match Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. But seeing him just kind of like, kind of spar with him, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, buddy, buddy, buddy. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, was, I get what you mean. I was like thrilled just seeing him like get the like just get that role and he like kind of took it you mm-hmm. know what i mean like, warner brothers took a fat l <laughs> universal took a massive w picking this up <laughs> they were like yep <laughs> i felt like it was like a hey so i need someone to find my yep yep we got you we got you just say yeah. the word and we got you um but yeah speaking of christopher nolan the director Writer, director, executive producer. What can't this man do? You he's, know? he's my fave. Um, how'd you feel about Christopher Nolan? He 
like there's this type of style that he has like obviously he's known to have different styles like he could go from different genres yeah, but time travel exactly know, sci-fi or whatever yeah, yeah. but he although he does that i just know if i watch a movie that's directed by him i know it's him like tenet you could totally tell that was him <laughs> yeah. or uh dark knight rises that's like literally amazing uh like coincidentally that was like the double feature back in the day with Mamma Mia and now he's doing it again with Oppenheimer and Barbie so damn you think he intentionally does that he's like mm, yeah let's drop it same day I mean or, I don't know but and, um, he does seem like a chill director yeah, I feel yeah, like he he'd be more very, serious but, but he seems very like intricate like very precise on mm-hmm. everything like when you look at the sound mixing the cinematography you know even down to the film and how the actors are I feel like he's just like he knows exactly what he wants and just telling people I want this and they just provide it and I am actually unbiased like I'm being mm-hmm. totally honest he needs to win best director because just the scale of this movie you know obviously uh, he probably will get there probably will be a nomination for best adapted mm-hmm. screenplay or best original screenplay whatever it will, it's going to be, I know I'm saying like Christopher Nolan's going to be Martin Scorsese, but Oppenheimer is just this big, massive three-hour movie as is Killers of the Flower Moon. I feel like afterwards we can finally see, you know, like who's getting what, or yeah. but I need this award to go to Christopher Nolan directing because although a lot of people do this movie, you know, you have your producers, you have your art, art directors, set directors, special effects, you know, stunts, composers, and stuff like that. He's the guy that, you know, just kind of brings everything together, and what you get is just this this cinematic masterpiece of a film. And, and yeah, so I will say uh, needs to, like, definitely needs an Oscar for it. Like, because I think he was nominated for Dunkirk, I th- oh, I'm pretty okay. sure. Like, he was nominated for, he's been nominated for Best Director, I think, for that one, and Dark Knight, I don't know mm-hmm. but it like, deserves yeah, one by now I just now. think he needs like I feel like it's especially the, this one it's the award where you know unfortunately it's he needs the award where it's hey it's time you know mm-hmm. it's time to yeah. give him the Oscar you yeah. know like how Martin Scorsese with The Departed mm-hmm. how he was like it's gonna go to him how everyone's like it's gonna go to him because you know he's been directed for so many years mm-hmm. you know and this and that he's been nominated and he finally has to get one and I really hope Christopher Nolan gets it uh, besides the direction, was there anything else that you were just blown away by? I mean, like, I was going to say the symbolism of when the raindrops, I saw this on Twitter, when the raindrops of, like, when <laughs> when Murphy is looking at the raindrops. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of, like, kind of, like, imagining the, the atoms of, like, the bomb. That's brilliant. Like, that was just, I love the creativity. I love symbolism. So, mm-hmm. like, just <laughs> that connecting to the bomb or like images that they had to make or the vfx all of that that just it comes a long way with behind the scenes when they show that mm-hmm. and just the effort is there the effort's there yeah it, amazing mm-hmm. I, I agree with you i you know can talk about cinematography i can talk about i think it's easy to well not easy for you know the hair and makeup you know they gotta recreate it down to the detail Mm -hmm. but and you know it's set design is really well done but the sound was impeccable 
how the sound mixing behind it like there was people were having issues with his uh with tenant how you know it's hard to understand and stuff like that he just was like you know what guys i won't do that but it's not gonna mean i won't have this crazy you know like sounding of you know like the the sounding of the the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it sounded like like someone you know made it or something yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that someone like the created the sound with you know like a metal sheet or something mm-hmm. but it the fact that it's the feet stomping and that scene in particular i oh, was like yes, i was yes. like this is best best sound design best sound hands down like I know what you're like talking. i can't stress it enough uh i think what really in, like just puts this movie together is to the in contrast to yours to the beginning mm-hmm. how it was uh you know, Prometheus, you know, sent fire and, oh, you know, yes, yes. like, to the earth, like, I was like, whoa, like, I was like, oh, this is the tone we're setting, like, mm-hmm. it's already having you think about, like, how, like, even in poetry, you know, how, it's like, everyone knows that this is a bad idea, Yeah. and you, you know, the scientists, they just see it as, this is groundbreaking, you know, this is, like, something never been done before, but... You know, and then you look at Killian Murphy's beautiful acting face. You know, you're just like like him, like expressing yeah, like dude, him expressing every- like, you know, his hand on his face. Like, I can't believe what's going on. Or and you just see it in his eyes. He's like, I just destroyed the world. There and everyone's talking about it in the movie. It's like we just destroyed the world. Like the mm-hmm. world's over. You know, and that scene that I'm talking about, and I. I literally can't give into spoilers because it's just. I too think, pure. I think like everyone needs. Good. I think everyone needs to watch it. There's a certain scene where, after you know, obviously, guys, this happened, so this isn't a spoiler in particular. But when you know they tested the bomb for the first time, afterwards there's like a celebration. That scene says it's probably. I think it just brings the movie, like visually all together mm-hmm. on you know like the symbolism and stuff like that on like you know who he encounters and stuff like that who he hears and it just really makes you think like whoa it's an accomplishment for american history but but the effects but morally consequences yes yeah, morally the consequences just very it's very unfortunate you know no i would i would say despite you know everything i was still amazed mm-hmm. at what they did movie making wise it's very inspiring well, <laughs> it's very you know inspiring seeing you know someone you know write and direct and you know just capture this huge moment for american history and also for cinema uh, you know it's getting its money you know it's making a lot of money it and the fact that it only costs a hundred and something mil to make yeah. that and barbie it costs not too much and you know it's making it's making a lot of money which it's just seeing the great movies mm-hmm. get the money you know get all this it low-key shows like how like you don't really have to put so much money you can start from zero budget to like let's say the like average because some people doing the most yeah. aka some movies <laughs> um they be putting like 500 mil for that movie and it yeah, turns out to like, be yeah the the movie ends up at like 500 mil and it needs over a billion dollars to exactly. make its money with Barbie and Oppenheimer it's already made its profit and more exactly it's money and obviously you can't replicate the cultural thing that happened to this movie 
but and Barbie, but I will say post Oppenheimer, I I I've just been waiting like every single day. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go and watch this movie again. I'm gonna go watch this movie again. Thankfully, it got extended. Oh yeah, we got extended more. in IMAX. Uh, due to you know delays and stuff like that, so hopefully I have more time to like peep this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for you know whatever Christopher Nolan's cooking up next because people were you know like skeptical going in, but I'm like guys, he made but he made this movie, he made this movie, you know, and and yeah. So what you ended up giving it? Um. On Consumer point of view, five. <laughs> you gave it five, yeah. Because yeah. obviously I'm not a critique like that. Uh, but definitely, like, obviously everything's not perfect. But mm-hmm. I still will give it a five yeah. in my point of view. But what did you give it? I gave it five stars, loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've only done that to four movies this, this year. year. Yeah. Cool, cool. It went up to number one on my favorite movie on, like, movies of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I have in my letterbox promo. Far. Um, <laughs> Click. But yeah, like looking back on like the movies that I've given like five stars, like it's literally just, I'm like, this movie's, I was like, I have nothing bad to say about this movie. Even with the three hour one time, I didn't feel it at all. I I felt it, you know, I think it's a fantastic film that a lot of people are going to have to take notes of. But yeah, so. For us, like we just got to say, watch it. Yes, please. Form your own opinion, like watch always. It with, nothing bothering you distracting you yes get there on time please uh yeah, i would recommend not a late showing because it's a lot of yeah, like information prepare, yeah prepare yourself to watch yeah it, don't I be would, tired yeah uh yeah prepare yourself because it is a lot of dialogue but the editing ooh, the editing good. booth must yeah. have been oh my flames. god it must have been like god we can't <laughs> it's too much it's too long uh props to them though yeah, like, yeah. literally uh, but yeah but so yeah wrap it up yeah that's our oppenheimer review if you guys like how we formatted this if you guys want us to talk about other things in our reviews and stuff uh just comment on this Mm -hmm. you know um if you know we have more things that we're gonna you know talk about and stuff like that you know we have more episodes coming out uh, but if there's anything you guys want us to talk about, we'll put a poll. Yes. Or we'll put a Q&A. Like, what do you guys want us to talk about and things like that. Um, but for now, we'll see you guys on another day. Movie recommendation. Oh, my God. Movie recommendation. What is it? All right. So, I got you guys real I quick. I have my. Oh, you go first. Bye. All right. So, this movie came out 2003. I bought the DVD. So, I. Let me see actually where they stream it oh they have it in prime probably to rent it but definitely daredevil 2003 with ben affleck it was really great as an aesthetic it was giving 2000s i like the red and black blue tint like my review of that movie like i could if i would have watched that when i was little oh my god that would have been like right next to my spider-man toby Maguire, like list like i love that movie it was giving off the same vibes uh for me i will say everyone go for this is for free on youtube it has ads but i had an ad block so i just i had a free movie um go watch collateral Mm -hmm. it's with tom cruise jamie fox directed by michael mann it's fantastic if you guys have already heard about it right whatever but this movie is brilliant i even put it on my review 
on Letterboxd, I put, I'm willing to give up my co-host to see <laughs> Tom Cruise in a role like this again. Because, man, if you think Damn. he does the same role over and over again, watch this, please. It is fantastic. Um, but, yeah, so that's all for today, guys. We'll see you guys on another day. Thank you for watching.